The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International. I'm so glad that you are tuning in because we've got a great show in store for you today. I want us to begin with Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. It says, and this is Jesus speaking, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, How can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You see, the reason why I'm starting with this scripture is because it shows that we as Christians are supposed to have an active role in the things that are going on in the world. If we are not actively involved, then we are like that light that is being hidden under a bowl. What good are we if we are not showing God's light to others? And the good thing about light is that it disperses the darkness. Anytime light shows up, darkness has to flee. It has to scatter. So if we do our role, then the darkness is going to scatter. So we're supposed to take an active role in the things that are going on in the world. We are not supposed to be passive. This is why even now it is so important that we cover this nation in prayer that we decree the word of God in every area, all the things that are going on, we need to cover in prayer and prophesy the word of God over them. And we need to step out in obedience. We are going into all the world to establish the kingdom of God. So because of this, just to show you, I'm not actually talking to you from San Antonio right now, but God has sent me and Pastor Chris out Across the nation, we went on a road trip from state to state where God has sent us to some key battleground states to prophesy and decree the word of God over those states. This is taking an active role. We are in the middle of spiritual warfare and understand God's will will be made manifested. God has all the authority. God has all the ability to manifest his will on the earth. We have to see it that way. So because of that, God sent me and Pastor Chris from state to state prophesying and decreeing the word of the Lord. And God is going to be faithful to manifest his will in this nation. We should not become fearful for a single minute. It doesn't matter what they are saying in the world. It doesn't matter what they are saying in the media. Maybe you're feeling disheartened by the media. Maybe you're feeling disheartened about the things that you are seeing going on in the world. But understand, God is always the one in control. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, starting with verse 2, 
Some people came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. It is already in Hazazon Tamar. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all of Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. See, and so here is the king of Judah. As soon as he sees something going wrong, as soon as he sees trouble, he sees a vast army, a legion of soldiers coming for him. But what is the first thing that he does? He says, you know what? We are going to inquire of the Lord. We are going to fast. We are going to pray, right? We're going to engage in some spiritual warfare. We're going to get our marching orders from God. And understand every time that the body of Christ does this, if you start fasting, praying, seeking God out, seeking direction from the Lord, he cannot help himself but to respond. The scripture tells us, if you draw near to me, I'm going to draw near to you. So let us draw near to God. So in this fasting, in this prayer, God responds to Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15. He said... Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all those who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass Aziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance. The Lord will give you Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. See, in this situation, God is telling them, you're not even going to have to fight. You're not even going to have to do battle because the battle is mine. Nonetheless, he said, but you still need to go out. You still need to obey. You still need to go through the actions I've commanded you to do. And then you're going to witness my glory. You're going to witness my victory that I've won for you. It is the same for us today. The battle is God's. He's already won the victory. He's already decreed his word. And we know he's faithful, right? If God has spoken a word that he's going to bring about the biggest move of God that this nation has ever seen, that the body of Christ has ever seen, that we're going to see the United States of America washed in the blood of Jesus, covered in his glory. God has already spoken that this is going to be an unprecedented period of manifestation of blessings for the body of Christ. We're going to see victory on every side. He's already spoken these words. We know he's able to do it, and it doesn't matter what the situation looks like. So we need to obey God, just like God, even though he told Jehoshaphat, hey, I'm taking care of the battle. I'm going to take care of the situation for you. You still need to go out and obey and go and do the instructions that I've told you to do. We need to take that attitude. Anything that God has instructed you to do, whether in your personal life, whether in the area surrounding you, it doesn't matter. We need to take advantage of the situation and we need to obey God and implement his ways of doing things in every area of our life. We cannot waste any time. We cannot. This season is too important. It's too important for the future of this nation and for the future of the future generations. The future generations are relying on us now. Whether we obey God and we begin to fast and pray, seek God out, obey his instructions now, 
the future generations, they're either going to be thanking us or they're going to be wishing that we had obeyed God and they're going to have to clean up our mess. So we need to resolve in our hearts that we're going to obey God in everything. And then when we do that, we are going to see God move mightily in this nation. So Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah, they obeyed God. In verse 20, early in the morning, they left the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, Judah and the people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. Today, we should have faith in God and faith in his prophets. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed the men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out ahead of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked towards the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men carried off their plunder. And they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing, and also articles of value more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Baraka, where they praised the Lord. That is why it is called the valley of Baraka to this day. And Baraka means praise. So while they were obeying God, they were praising him. They were giving praise and thanks and adoration to God. And God was doing his mighty work while they didn't have to go to war. They didn't have to do battle. So this is a period of celebration. This is a period of victory. This is a period of praise. Praise God because he has already prophesied and given us the victory. He's already spoken that the victory is there in our hands. The manifestation is there in your hands. The abundance is already there. We are going to see God work in this political system. He has prophesied political revival. He has prophesied and told us that he is going to uproot the wickedness, those wicked roots that have been deeply rooted in Washington. When you pull up some roots and you pull up some weeds, it's going to shake up and break up the ground a little bit. So the shaking is not something that should surprise us. God has already said, I'm going to uproot the wickedness. God has already said, I'm going to bring political revival. So we focus on the word of God. We focus on who God is because it doesn't matter what the world is saying. It doesn't matter what the media is saying. All it takes is one prophet of God. All it takes is somebody who's willing to obey God. And God can manifest his word and manifest his will on the earth. We don't know any of the names of the hundreds of prophets of Baal that stood against Elijah. We only know the one prophet, Elijah, who stood against them. And all the prophets of Baal, they were crying out to their God. They were saying all kinds of things. But the one true God, 
He only needed one man. And he doesn't even need the one man, but he wants to use us, right? So the one prophet Elijah stood against the hundreds of false prophets. Understand, it does not matter what the false prophets of today are saying. It does not matter the words that are being spoken that are designed to fill the body of Christ with fear, that are designed to make the body of Christ feel defeated, that are designed to make you depressed, that are designed to make you feel like, well, God cannot manifest his will. This is too great a situation. This is too impossible a situation. Are we going to trust in God and trust in his prophets? Because all that matters is the true word of God. That's all that matters. Focus on his prophecy. Focus on his instructions and what God has spoken over us. Just like Jehoshaphat said, have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. God is going to manifest his mighty works in this nation. So now we need to do everything that we can to obey God in every area. We need to do everything we can to seek him out. Spend time with him. Pray over this nation. We're in the middle of spiritual warfare right now. That's what we're in the middle of. And we are doing warfare against principalities. But we are the light of the world. So we are going to push back the darkness. And we're going to praise God for his mighty works. Don't forget that. Again, don't become defeated. Don't become depressed. Don't start to act or speak out in fear. And I want to tell you right now, you be very careful of the words that you are putting your agreement to. Do not speak out in agreement to the false prophets, the words that are designed to make you feel defeated. Do not come in agreement with those words because we are at the cusp. We are at a turning point in this nation and our obedience is going to move God to move mightily in this earth and transform the United States of America to where it's not going to be recognizable anymore. It's going to be greater than its history. It's going to be greater than when the founding fathers founded it. It's going to be greater than anything prior to it. And the nations are going to be witness to the move of God here in the United States of America. They're going to be witness and they're going to know that there's a God here in the United States of America and they're going to know that his hand is on this nation. His hand is blessing this nation and it's going to be an example for all the other nations to follow. The world is going to see this impossible situation regarding the presidential election, regarding what the media has been doing, or even regarding what the tech companies have been doing. The world is going to see these impossible situations and then they're going to see the hand of God completely transform them and turn it around for good. The world is going to be witness to that, and they're going to know God is doing something. Whatever God that the people in the United States of America worship, whatever God that is, that has to be the true God. They're going to see that move. So Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah, right, they praised God, and they called that valley the valley of praise. And then in verse 27, it says, Then led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lyres and trumpets. The fear of the Lord came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace. For his God had given him rest 
at every side. We're going to have victory on every side. We're going to have rest on every side. That is where the body of Christ is going to live and dwell, is in God's blessing and in God's rest. And then that's when we're going to walk into dominion and authority. Because notice here, after God delivered the enemies who had risen up against Jehoshaphat into their hands without them having to lift a finger, without them having to do battle, without them losing a single soldier. They didn't lose a single one. After God had done that, what happened? There was a transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, and it took them three days to secure all the plunder. God has been setting the stage for the body of Christ to get in position so that when the enemies of the church, when they crumble, you're talking about these institutions that look like giants, these huge media conglomerates, these huge banking institutions, these huge tech companies, these giants that look like they can't be defeated, that look like they cannot be slain. But God is positioning the body of Christ to where when he does battle on their behalf, the body of Christ is going to be in position to take the plunder and the influence is going to transfer from them to the body of Christ. You need to prepare your heart now. You need to prepare your obedience now. You need to show God that you can be faithful in the little things that you have now so that you will be faithful with the influence that he intends to give you. Because understand, this will be a time of prosperity and abundance for those in the body of Christ who have been faithful, who have proved themselves as faithful. So you need to say to yourself, I'm going to show myself faithful. I'm going to show God that I can be obedient. I'm going to show God that I can serve him and step out in faith in every area of my life. Because look, if you haven't been trustworthy in the things that you have right now, then you will not be trustworthy with the influence and affluence that is going to be transferred over to the body of Christ. Because you can see now with these huge tech companies how they are absolutely misusing their influence. They are abusing their power and using it to leverage control over other people. We need to show ourselves faithful so that we will not misuse the influence that God intends to give us. Because the kings of old, in the old nation of Israel, when they obeyed and they followed God's precepts, the whole nation was blessed. When they followed God's laws and instituted his way of doing things in every area of their life, that whole nation was blessed. And us, as influential people, as leaders, when we follow God and institute his ways of doing things, those in our region of influence will all be blessed as well. So I encourage you, you need to examine yourself now and pray and fast for this nation. Decree the word of God over this nation, over what is going on, and have faith that God is going to execute his will. And anything God commands you to do, whatever it may be, maybe it's something simple. Whatever he commands you, we have to do everything we can to obey him in every area because the whole future of this nation hangs in the balance and it's based on our obedience, whether we're going to trust in God and whether we're going to obey him. And that's what me and Pastor Chris are doing now. That's why we were driving to these battleground states as God instructed to decree the word of the Lord because we know and we believe that God's word will manifest what it's set out to do. God is all-powerful. God is all-knowing. He has all the cards. 
So we are going to see some new developments happen. We're going to see some new breakthroughs happen and understand he is going to prove all the false prophets wrong. He's going to prove all of them wrong and he's going to manifest his will here on the earth. So continue to cover this nation in prayer, continue to cover the president in prayer and continue to thank God that he is uprooting wickedness in this nation. And I encourage all of you join with us in prayer and obedience to God. We are continuing to pray over this nation and obey God in every area, and you should do the same. We know that God will manifest his will. We know that the giants in the world, they seem big and imposing in the natural, but in the spiritual realm, God is the one who has all the authority and all the power. All that he requires is our obedience. But I'm running out of time, so I want to remind you all, as we are coming up to the new year, we are holding the prophetic gathering of the saints. This is a limited seating event, but if you want to attend, you have to register, okay? Before all the seats get closed up, it's $25 to register. We're going to be holding it in San Antonio, Texas. We're going to be ushering in the new year 2021 with praise, with prophetic words, thanking God for everything that he has. And you know what? We are going to have a good report for 2020. 2020, man, is going to go out with a bang with God's glorious will manifesting all over the earth. So if you want to attend the prophetic gathering of the saints, I really encourage you. You really want to attend. You don't want to miss out on it. Then go to our website, SOGMI.org slash events. Again, that is SOGMI.org slash events. It is only $25 to attend. You don't want to miss this event. And as always, this program is supported by listeners just like you. So, if you want to support this ministry and the prophetic voice of our time, then go to our website, SOGMI.org slash donate. Again, that is SOGMI.org slash donate. I want to close with one scripture before we go. And this is in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Many of you, you might be familiar with the story. This is the story of David and Goliath. And it says in 1 Samuel, Chapter 17, verse 41. Meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw him that he was little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? The Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I will give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. He didn't even think David was anything worth fighting against. He saw him in the natural and he said, this is just a twig to me. This is just a stick to me. And the giants of the world, they might look at the body of Christ and see that. But understand, who was the spiritual giant in the situation? It was David. Who was the one that had the backing of the God of the universe? It was David. So Goliath cursed David by his gods and threw insults. And the media today might also scoff at the body of Christ and to throw insults. It says in verse 45, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with the sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands. I will strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. 
And all those gathered here will know that it is not by the sword or the spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's. He will give all of you into my hands. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. And I imagine this Philistine, he was thinking such arrogant thoughts that he could never fall or never be slain, right? Just as that stone that was his very demise was flying right at him. But I want you to understand, David said in that moment that the world will know that there is a God in Israel. And I want to tell you now, when God does his mighty works here in the United States of America, the whole world will know that there is a God here in the United States of America, and he is the Lord of this nation. We are one nation under God, and we are in service to the Lord God Almighty, and he is going to have his mighty work manifest here in the United States of America, and the whole world is going to be witness to it in Jesus' name. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Again, my name is Joshua Sasso, and you've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.